Hey, I finished uh, Skywalker Saga on Switch. Oh, yeah? How did it go? It was fun. It was... <laughs> did it finish like the movies? <laughs> yes, it did. It did finish like the movies. And it's funny because, again, we promised not to talk about The Last Jedi, but it's funny when you get to The Last Jedi levels because it's like nobody's got nothing to do. Like the Canto Bite stuff with, with Finn and Rose is just like, this has got to end. But it was, it was kind of fun to play through because I still have only seen Rise of Skywalker the one time in theaters. I've never rewatched it. Okay. And so good playing through the game, I was kind of like, oh, right. That's what this movie was about. And I forgot a bunch of stuff. But, you know, it, you know, it was I've, I've played all the other Star Wars game, like the original, the prequels, the Clone Wars, like uh, even the Force Awakens standalone yeah. game. So I played them all. And I thought this did a good job of sort of abridging the stuff that's already been covered while also adding new like new levels and new features. So I think even if you've watched the other stuff, it's definitely worth playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you'll ever pick it up? I think I will. I, I played the demo. So I, I did the first. Epi- or no, I did episode four because, you know, okay. I, I, knowing me, I had to go to the original saga and it was fine. I thought about it, but I did go chronological. When I played through, I started yeah. with episode one. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth it. And there's uh, there was a lot of fun Ewok <laughs> Easter eggs, and I was like texting you as they yeah, happened. Those were but... so great. I was like, what? Yeah. No way. There was one that I there was one that I texted Steve, and it was like, oh, that that happened during the Ewok Dulox War. That was yeah. during the Rise of Skywalker saga. Like during the uh, yeah the rise of Skywalker levels, which is crazy. So I was like, wow, that again, like that's one thing that comes up in our show. Like, where is the yeah. Ewoks? I know, set? What <laughs> I know, <laughs> and we can never quite nail it yeah. down, right? Yeah. So uh, you I, know, I don't have any complaints. You know, like I've got everything in free play now, okay. and I so once I finished it, I I unlocked the Leia Jedi version from Rise of Skywalker, where she's like in the training mode with the lightsaber. And just went and like bummed around the Ewok village. So, you know, pretty good times. Good pretty times, good times. Yeah. Ah, it's just yeah. like being home. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be fun if they did another Ewok show, but made it more of like a teen cartoon show or like a, yeah, a, like not like a show for five to eight year olds, but like a, yeah, almost like a, well, I guess Teen Titans, right? That's kind of like a, yeah, it's like an eight. I mean, it's well, like they, an all age almost show, right? If they did one yeah. with like the Ewok Dulok War, that would be kind of fun, right? It would be fun. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the Ewoks are are ripe for it. I mean, it, it, yeah. I understand why they thought, oh, we should make an Ewoks cartoon. I don't understand why they made this Ewoks cartoon, but <laughs> the ideas sound. Uh, we don't know. We don't quite know yet why they changed the show yeah in season yeah. two because it kind of seemed like they had a good thing going although yeah it wasn't that great though this 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 it, <laughs> it wasn't great to begin with it yeah i i don't know this this episode i'm excited to get into this episode because i don't know i, I yeah i thought we kind of had another good one this was I another good one too. i thought we did too is it possible that we had to two-parter that was actually pretty good yeah yeah, I'm, I think, I'm surprised. I think so. I'm actually I know. surprised. I know. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, no. 
Welcome to This Enduring Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. Today, we are discussing Season 2, Episode 6B, The First Apprentice. This episode originally aired on October 18th, 1986. That's right. We're back with a Paul Dini episode. Today's episode was Ah. written by Paul Dini, directed by Dale Scott. It was released on VHS as part of the compilation Wicket's Adventures. Uh, And yeah, it Hmm. was a pretty solid, pretty solid entry, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Here's the thing. I had to go back and see if it was Paul Dini or not. Yeah, right? I know. Because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, was it that one Was it that one woman that like, yeah, did Wilkinson. the last episode? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was so good. And I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, oh, no way, Paul yeah. Dini. He's <laughs> finding his footing. He's finding his footing. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's interesting about the, I think the credits were just different than like, now it's like every every voice that speaks in a cartoon gets a credit on IMDb or like in the credits or something. True. Here, it's like there's a bunch of people listed as additional voices and you don't always know what they're for. Like last mm-hmm. time, we had so many different voices popping up. And today, obviously, we have a major guest star. I don't know who voices them, but I'm going to tell you one for our featured huh. cast member. Today, we have Richard Deven. So Richard Deven is a credited voice actor in all season two episodes, though it never identifies which roles he plays. So I think it's just, yeah, all right, we got a, a different guy. So Richard, here you go. Here's your pages for this yeah. week. But <laughs> I We're going to find out that he's like the studio janitor or something yeah, I like guess that. So. We're like, we need an yeah. extra guy. Come on in, you know? <laughs> So Richard Deven has a long history in film and television dating back to the 1950s. He was just one of those guys popping up in everything. He found early success as Jody Barker in the series Yancey Derringer, which was about a cowboy turned secret agent. Oh, I know. That's like an interesting Derringer. What a great name to be named after a gun. It's just like Max Colt. Pretty good. You know? Yeah. It's not bad. I maybe once we finish the Ewoks and then we do that uh, Dukes of Hazard podcast, we'll settle on Yancey Derringer. Jeez, can have all like twelve followers in the entire world. We got the corner on the Dukes of Hazard uh, podcast. We, we just have people asking us to stop. That's it. All the reviews are like, end this. They just want to. Yeah, they just follow us to see if we keep posting episodes or not. Right. <laughs> they just hate listen. Oh, at that good. Point. They're done. All right. Sweet. <laughs> what are we talking about today steve today we're going to go through the uber detailed plot season two episode 6b the first apprentice a stone fortress looms on endor and inside is an ewok wizard named zarek who consults his prophecy pool to see if there's a wizard worthy enough to stop him from conquering endor the pool reveals tebow to him a new apprentice to logre He vows to make Tebow his own apprentice and sets off in his magic glider to find him. Did you love that? I I knew you'd be like... I did. I loved that glider, yeah. Yeah, so cool. Meanwhile, back at the village, Tebow struggles with patience as he must learn simple magic before performing large tricks. He even fails to concentrate enough for simple magic when he shows his friends that he can control flying leaves, like paper airplane leaves. Hiding in the woods, Zarek reveals himself to Tebow and the gang, and we find out he was Logre's first apprentice. The titular (sighs) first apprentice. Yeah, he impresses everyone with his magic skill, and Tebow wants to learn from him. Before Nisa can recall who Zarek is, he puts a spell on her, and she falls asleep. 
despite being carried a long distance home and careening through town and crashing into Logre's hut on a cart, Nisa is still asleep. Logre removes the sleeping spell on her and re reveals to the gang that Zarek was an impatient apprentice of his that wanted to learn evil magic and even tried taking the Sunstar before he was banished. Logre is distraught that Tebow has joined him. Meanwhile, Zarek attempts to teach Tebow various spells, but unfortunately, they all backfire on himself, frustrating Zarek to the point that he schemes to dispatch him to the realm of spirits. Like, he's going to send him there, but, you know, he ain't, com he ain't coming back. Yeah. Before he succeeds, uh -uh. Logre and the gang stop him. While Logre and Wicket turn to fight Zarek, Nisa and Latara save Tebow from falling into the abyss. Zarek manages to incapacitate everyone, leaving only Tebow. Tebow utilizes his leaf trick and is able to summon so much concentration that he sends not one, but several leaves to attack Zarek. The flying leaves cause Zarek to stumble back, and he falls into the spirit abyss himself. After all is said and done, Tebow vows to stay away from large tricks. However, he does boast about learning one thing from Zarek, but the gang quickly gags him before he can show them all. Logre laughs hysterically. Roll credits. A lot of fun Star Wars parallels in here. A lot of like uh, maybe yeah. the force being used. But I, as we were as we were watching this all play out, it sort of feels like. I don't know if this is the intention, but it kind of puts Logre in an Obi-Wan Kenobi position and Zarek in a Vader position and Tebow in a yep. Luke position. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to give away my uh, Ichiwawa moment, but this one had huge themes from the original trilogy. I thought that was crazy. I liked that right away. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole Apprentice thing just was a nod back to... I mean, that's Star Wars. I mean, just think, in every single Star Wars, there's a, an apprentice in every and Star was, Wars, you know? And it was right down to lifting boulders. Lifting boulders, controlling lead, yeah. like controlling things and having them move. Yeah. And this was the mo probably the most Star Wars-y Star Wars episode we've, we've had because they keep, they keep calling it magic. Yeah. But we know it as right. it's the force. Yeah, of course. Well, and we we saw that once before when when um, Logre did something that we were kind of like, was that the force? I think that was the force. But this time, come on now, it is. Yep. I thought that was super cool. I thought that was cool. I liked uh, Zarek's look too. Oh it yeah, made him. You know, like last week we were joking about it, it was going to be more ag, which would have been cool. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. that would have been very cool. Yeah, it would have. Like they they kind of aged him up a little bit, so he looked on the same level as like the parents of Shadu and stuff. Yeah, uh, but they gave him kind of a dark emo sort of vibe. Like he looks like an evil Ewok, which is fun because we haven't seen a bad Ewok. You know, no, like it's always red Ewok villains. He had like red. What aren't they supposed accents. to be super rare? I mean, wasn't that the whole thing of Asha? Wasn't With she Asha, like a yeah. red? Yeah, like well, he wasn't he wasn't red though, but he had like a red like red patches or like a red stripe. Okay, situation yeah, yeah. And it was like solid red, but I liked his look. I thought you know yeah. I thought it was interesting, and I liked having a little bit of conflict like within the Ewoks. It's not just like a new you know outside force coming in. It was like actually a very was, like it was another Ewok. Ewok girl, yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, he wanted to conquer Endor. Yeah. You know, so like he, he had, I guess, I would assume at this point he's built up enough strength or 
connection with the force or magic. Let's just say magic. Yeah, magic. Like, magic. Well, we have to we have to assume here, right, that it is the force because he's evil, so he doesn't get his power, his magic power from like the soul trees or the the forest spirits, yeah. right? I mean, I guess we yeah. do know that Endor does have an evil aspect evil side to it right that's kind of been brought up before yeah we've kind of toyed with that in the past and his little like the portal thing he opens up also seems like it's just sort of like a channel into the dark side or whatever yeah right yeah totally it's it's spooky whatever it is i kind of liked how things came back together like uh tebow was trying to do like he was demonstrating like the low level magic he could do with the flying leaves and I was like, is the Leaf Queen coming back? But no, she can't come back until Crystal <laughs> is here. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I liked I liked that we had the setup mm-hmm. of the leaves and then the payoff with the leaves being the thing that kind of saved the day. Yeah. You know? And he and tried think... to do one of them, but did all of them. Like he was able to. Yeah. That's why I wrote that in there that you know, like he was able to conjure up enough concentration. And, yeah. you know, because Logre was like, you're just, you know, you're not concentrating and blah, blah, you know, like yeah. he just couldn't control it. But he was yeah. able to, at the right moment, control it. Not one, but basically that whole plant just lost all of yeah. its leaves. And they all went Pretty flying. much. It's sleepless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sleepless. Do you remember? It's so funny like to watch season two and think about, remember when they had like their whole world is reliant on like the soul trees out there. They had to go out like <laughs> yeah. none of that kind of like super mystical stuff is going down uh, anymore. But, I know. Yeah. Well, we, oh, yeah. Uh, we need to do this thing. And it's a really long planet. journey. Or the and whole it's got to be done today. Be yeah, yeah. Yep. We, <laughs> we haven't been making this Poor journey planners. for a week now. It needs to be done today. And we forgot. Yeah. And it needs to be done by 6 p.m. You know, like, or well, the planet will die. <laughs> like, last time, last time I said I felt like it was a pretty good use of the 11 minutes. And you said you wanted a little more. So the villain yeah. could kind of be. But I felt like this one actually gave us everything that we wanted. This one was perfect. You know? Yeah. 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 I think would it you did, say it I everything? Yeah. I really like that one that Michael Reeves wrote a while back, but I this is maybe the best of season two. It's up there. I th- I think so. I, I yeah. like this. I like this one a lot because there was that one little scene where <clears throat> you kind of assume that he wants to just defeat Tebow, right? Yeah. But he's yeah. like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make him my apprentice, and it's just like, right. oh, oh, okay, very right. Bad. And that's when I was just like, oh, how incredibly Star Warsy of it him is. to well, yeah. turn him instead of kill him, yeah. right? Yeah, it's or defeat very him. It's very light side, dark side, because Tebow is getting frustrated that he's having to do low level things. And Zarek is like and he's enticed. He's right. enticed by it. Yes, just like is. just like Anakin, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yes. ooh, you know. Because Zarek's whole point, Zarek's whole point was like he'll only let me do low level magic. I'm going to teach you the big stuff. And Tebow's kind of like, let's roll the dice, baby. Yeah. And it's that scene where he's like, all right, now you, you know, he like lifts up that massive boulder and throws it. And he's like, all right, now your turn. And he like lifts up the rock and then fails to, yeah. He tosses it straight up and all the rocks fall on him. And like, Zarek's just like, ah, whatever, man, I'm just going to kill him. You know, like, Mm -hmm. like how that's when you're like, oh, okay. He is, he's really evil. Yeah. He really is. I just thought, oh, really? he's kind of nice that he, instead of killing him, he wants to yeah. turn him. But no, no, no. Okay, no, now he's, he's a bad like, guy. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, he's, he's a bad guy. It. Yep, no good. No good. <laughs> oh, uh, what, what was your Oak of Arc moment? What's a moment that you were not a fan of? I think the cart scene was just a little bit too oh. much. Yeah. You know, I, 
in the fact that like up oh, here we go we're gonna oh we're careening into low gray's hut yeah. like it's always in low gray needs to move man because yeah. his he's got that giant tomato thing not that like great, rolled no, into his hut or something what, wasn't that something yeah that like, happened now earlier. he's got a cart yeah. like <laughs> like he's just it's yeah, he's not good, man. It's yeah. like a, he's like at the bottom of a water slide at that place. They just the architecture is terrible. Yeah, like I thought that was just like all right. I get it. She's not waking mm-hmm. up. We already know she's in a spell. Mm-hmm. Like the only person who doesn't know that is Low Gray, and then he's gonna know it when he sees her. Yeah. So it was just you know that was like for the kids, I think, because the whole episode was pretty serious. I it think was. except for except for that part mm-hmm. that was like the only slapstick. Yeah. You know, symbol crashing aspect. Okay. I, I couldn't really complain. What about you? What about yeah. you? What was your thing? I, you know, I, I sort of feel the same way. Like there was nothing that I was really like, oh, that's a stupid moment. But I think yeah. the thing that, I think the thing that, that bothers me is that Zarek seems like he's just going to be a one and done. You know, he has sort of a, an yeah. impersonal end that he falls, you know, he falls into that pit thing at the end and it's like, oh, what happens to him? But I kind of wish he was set up as a new antagonist. So like, yeah, give us all this backstory and then just be like, that's it. You're never going to see him again. We're never going to talk about him again. I feel like that's that's to me an Oak of Arc moment, because this would have been a new. This could have been a new like menace that would pop up like the Dulocs, you know. Oh, yeah. It would have been been an opportunity for us to like, I mean, even now, just thinking of like they could have had multiple episodes where like. You know, to develop his character of like, well, I turned out this way because of you, Low Gray, you know, like you did this and. You know, you, you rescued me as a baby and never told me about my parents. And that's why yeah. I became evil. And like, so like, there's a moment where you're like, oh, he's bad. And then you're like, oh, I actually feel bad for him. And then he's bad. You know, like, it's just yeah. like how characters, I don't know. Yeah. That would have been really fun yeah. to develop I that agree. character. And, and even, even just on a goofier side, it would have had to do a fun episode where like he teams up with the Dulocs, you know, like that would have been, yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. So I don't know. So that was mine. I I, oh, I I wish that we'd saw him more. Uh, what is your Ichiwawa moment? I think the um, oh no, I guess I I had to. I like the uh, the 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 kind of Vader or the Palpatine Vader type yeah. deal going on. That relationship of like, oh, let me show you some magic, and oh, I like it. Oh, I want to join you, and you know. So I, I thought that that was really cool. But I think I I just got reminded of the uh, the prophecy pool. You know how, <laughs> yeah. When there's that one scene when he's like, "Man, are you serious?" Like he walks over to the prophecy pool and is like actually talking to it and being like, are you, "Yeah, like he, are you joking?" And it like that squirts at him, like splashes him in the face. Like I yeah. thought that was okay. Now I thought that was really funny. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> so, fun. It's a it's a good episode. It's fun. Yeah, yeah that's a solid choice. <laughs> what about you? I, I you know I know it's cliche. I know I've gone to this the pool so many episode. times. But that no, no, the glider. Oh, okay. like the, oh the yeah, fact okay, that he yeah. had this cool, like sort of dragon dude glider yeah, right? that he could like call. I don't know. It was really cool. And it, I like, thought that was over. I liked, yeah. yeah. I liked it because we've already kind of established Ewoks have gliders. Ewok and gliders go mm-hmm. hand in hand. But he had like a cool evil magic glider to go with this whole like emo Ewok outlook. And I just, I thought that was very cool. His cape. He had so, a cape, you yeah, know, yeah, the like, cape. He was cape. looking great. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That glider was cool. And then it like the thing, it was the thing like fl- folds down in yeah. front of him. It goes like over. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, very oh, cool. yeah. Like the dude's so good at magic or the force. Yep. 
right? Of that it yeah. just, you know, he's like, yeah. he's inner, mo he's no outer monologuing. What do they call that when you just talk out loud to yourself? Is that like a soliloquy? Yeah, or just, something? just monologuing. He's just monologuing yeah, just, out loud. Just doing a villain monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's so good. Pretty, pretty obvious moral here, like the lesson of the story. I think, uh, yeah, it was patience. It was yeah. obviously learning, yep. you know, baby steps. You got to walk before you can run, little Ewoks. Yep. Yep. I mean, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, well, the, well, the funny thing is too, like the big tricks, the tricks that he told him about were like lifting rocks, big rocks and fire. Meanwhile, yeah. like the dude flew there on like a glider without wind. Like, yeah. dude, that's a big trick. That's the trick you need. To yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm an Ewok. I can make fire and make this, you know, yeah. like I'm pretty in, you know, yeah. I have some good ingenuity, like, you know, but like, you flew here without any wind, you know, like that's you the, you know, so. See, that's the, that's the outdoor rec major in you coming out yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Where fire you're like, you need it. I get you have fire, to have it. you know, like. Yeah. How many, how many yub nubs? How many yub nubs do you have for the first That apprentice? was, I mean, I don't know. What did I give the last one that I thought it was 4.5? You gave it higher right? than me. I think you, I think you gave it a straight up four. Did I do a four? I like five. This one was like 4.5. Or 4.75. Okay. Like, I got to get close yeah. to, like, that was really good. Like, I'm going to remember this episode, I think, because it, yeah. was, it was just fun and it was good. And, I mean, not as memorable as Larry, but, like, <laughs> this was True. this was a good episode, I think, all around, yeah. you know? Well, and it felt Star it, it Wars. Is a, so. Yeah, it is a good one-two punch when you consider this with Gone with the Mimps. It's a pretty solid episode. This was, you know? yeah, this was the best full on. What is it? I think two, so. Episode six, right? Six yeah. A and B. I think that, so. Yeah, they're yeah. not gonna. I just don't think they're gonna do better than this. <laughs> I gotta be well, honest. we've got. I love that Michael Reeves, like the full episode. The, the, that the one was full good. Twenty five minutes that Michael Reeves yeah. wrote, and he's got another one coming up. So we'll see how it goes. But was that the Rach? That, was that one? The Rach. Really yeah, good? the Rach. Yeah, that yeah. one was so good. Yeah. I think I could say based on what we've seen so far and especially based on the rubric set forth by season two that I could say this is a five star Ewoks episode. Okay. Yeah. Considering you know, like if you're, if you're incorporating both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And this I, was, I think that, yeah. I think that like if somebody was like, cause you know, every time we've had a friend on this, it seems like it's the worst possible episode. And they're like, I've never seen Ewoks before. We make him watch a terrible episode. And they're like, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> Hillary was, I lucky think this, I know. Yeah, she lucked out last time. Not so much with the three wishes. No. I think this episode, if I had to choose an episode to give somebody, I might go here because it feels like what an Ewoks cartoon, which you might want out of an Ewoks cartoon. Yeah. You know? And it's it mirrors so. Star Wars. It just, yeah, exactly, I think it's, yeah. this one was For like, all those reasons. Yeah, it, it's I mean, yeah. see, we always talk about like, why didn't they do anything with Star Wars? And it's probably true that they weren't allowed to. Right. They had like. You yeah. can have the Ewoks and call them Ewoks and they can be they can look and feel like Ewoks from the Return of Jedi, but you can't you can't have any rights to Star Wars. I and just so, don't see why that would be. I just I uh, don't that doesn't make any sense to me at that point because there right, was no plans. So, like it, it's Yeah, maybe. But it is also a Lucasfilm, isn't it? Doesn't it say that at the Right, beginning? it is. Yeah, Lucas still, Arts it or does. Lucasfilm. It does. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, but it's that's that's rights though. Even though it's Lucasfilms, they yeah. still need to pay for it, right? And so, on the moon of Endor, and we're having fun, yep. friends. 
funny. Oh, George Lucas. Yeah. I wonder if he was like, yeah, never. That's why he's like so tight on I, the reins with Star I Wars. I bet George Lucas has never seen a frame of this show. I bet you he has. That's why he's like, <laughs> nope, he nope, never. That's Maybe. why he never did anything for years. Oh, right. This is uh, just totally off the wall. I was in a, a comic book store the other day and you know how they have the little golden books and now they're doing more and more. Like there's all sorts of Star Trek ones and Star Wars yeah. ones. There's now a little golden book version of the Faithful Wookiee, which we did an episode on what? a while back. No from, way. Uh, yeah. It was really cool. It was like sealed, you know, but I want to, I want to check it out from the library or something. Cause it looked really cool. Oh, no way. But yeah. So now some, some things are. I know. Yeah. I'm, great. A, I'm a princess great. and I'm a yeah. Jedi. The, yeah. I have those ones too. And yeah, <clears throat> they, and they have those, those for Star Trek as well with like, I am Kirk. I am Spock. I need uh, to they have those. one on, they have one on the triple episode. They're, they're super fun. But anyway, off topic. Yeah. All that to say, I feel like as far as Ewok goes, this is, was a good episode. And this was the episode that I would probably show somebody who's never seen the series yeah, before. Six six episodes, right? When we were thinking at the very beginning, like, man, how long is it yeah. going to take for them to kind of... Yeah. Like, con control themselves. Six episodes. Yeah, it's, like, been right? a, it's been a couple in a row that we've been yeah. like, yeah, okay, about... Uh, next time, next time, Steve, mm -hmm. we're going to be pushing right up to Halloween, and that means we got to have the Queen of Halloween back. Oh, yeah. So in our Sally. next episode, it's going to be it's going to be a Beyond episode. Sally Jacoby Murphy is going to be here, and we're going to be looking at the spooky Ewok comic, The Night of the Gorax. Gorax. This is collected in the uh, Tales of Vader's Castle. There's a there's a you know a collection of this, um, and we're going to be going through that issue. So if you've never read it before, we'll take you through it step by step, and it looks good. The art looks good. It looks creepy. Mm. I'm looking forward to see what Sally's got to say about it. Yeah, the Gorax. That's the. Uh, is that a nod back to uh, Caravan of Courage? Is that that giant? Right. Oh, the I bet giant you're right. that captures yeah. uh, the. Um, <laughs> what's his name? I yeah. can never call it. R Reese. No. <laughs> oh yeah, Mace. 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 What did I yeah. call him? Sam. You Sam. called him Sam for the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, Night of the Gorax is like a flashback story to when Low Gray and Chief Chirpa were young, like mm -hmm. Wicked Age. So okay, before yeah. Logre is like the, you know, the shaman and before Chief Chirpa is the chief. Uh, and it looks sort of like a zombie-esque tale. So that's what we're going to be talking about for yes. our Halloween episode. Oh, man, I can't wait. All right. Until we meet again, Steve. See you later. Yeah, have, yeah, have a good one. This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 90s Music Got Me Like, previously on X-Men, and 9021 Here We Go. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Fun facts. I was in the last episode of Previously on X-Men. I, uh, I talked with Eric about oh, yeah. the episodes Long Shot and Cold Comfort. So it was a ah. good time. Good time. Yeah, so you can go listen to that. Previously on X-Men, wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get them. Podbean. That's right. Podcast. All right, now I'm really leaving. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. So long. <laughs> <laughs>